Well, good afternoon, good evening, good night, nerds, whatever the case may be. It is I, Jay, master of all things nerdy. With me, as always, my stalwart companion, defender of the nerd faith, and Lord Commander of the Nerds Watch, Christopher. I, I forgot your I forgot your title there for for a second. Uh, we are very excited here today. Because, oh, wait a minute. We also we have we have our uh, guest host as well. Um, let's let's introduce him, Mister. Mr. Mr. Jeremy, shall, shall I refer to you as that? Um, Jeremy will be fine. Jer- Jeremy will be fine, okay. Well, we are very excited. We are doing an interview today with, first of all, our very good friend, Mr. John Crowther, who we have had on the show before, uh, talking about his very successful Rochelle, the Teenage Cockroach. Uh, but today we're talking about a different project. Uh, this has been his most recent project. This is the biography of uh, an American superstar, ironically as it is to, to say that, given yeah. given uh, his uh, persona, Mr. Nikolai Volkov. Yeah. Uh, we're we're going to be interviewing them today about the, the new uh, comic book biography that they're putting out as well, uh, hopefully get uh, some, some interesting stories from Mr. Volkov about uh, his uh, career, uh, decade-spanning career. Uh, career in uh, the world of uh, world wrestling. So, Mr. Volkov, thank you very much for joining us here today. Oh, my pleasure. Excellent. Uh, well, I, I think one of the questions we had first is, where did you both get the... And it's kind of sort of a question for, for oh, both of you. Yeah, yeah. Where did this idea... What was the genesis for this idea of doing a, a biography in comic book form? That That's an interesting uh, decision. So, how did you... How did the two of you meet up? How did what was the genesis of this idea? Well, I, as you know, some people they meet, they click together. Some people don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some people get married for for a long time. Some people for a short time. Mm-hmm. I've been married forty seven years. Forty seven years, and uh, and uh, when I met John for the first time, I know that's the man I would like to do business with. He was an honest, decent person. Just in my wrestling career, when I met uh, lots of different people, I know right as you met the first day, you can see, hey, this guy is okay, this guy is not. It's a feeling inside, I guess. It's the same kind of, I guess you could say, thinking, you do the same thinking, uh, some fluffy. And when I met John, I thought he would be the nice guy. I met him, uh, he's the right guy to write a new comic book because wrestling is uh, nothing but entertainment. It's a spectacle. Entertainment, yeah. One of the best entertainment in the world, a uh, rhythmic man, he's a very brilliant guy, intelligent man that uh, I met with my cousin. The first day he started in business, I was with his father, that he came up, you know, and then, you know, since then, that was 1970, mm-hmm. and uh, he brought that in business now to the, to the highest level that can ever, ever can remember, if he told me that when I was then I, I said, I think so. Did you see? So how how actually did you two get connected, John? What, what what's the what's the story behind so that? So we have a, we have a mutual friend named Jason. Jason, we have a mutual friend Jason. Jason, and he he had been a fan of uh, my Rochelle. Okay. And he told me he said I have a, a friend, a gentleman uh, who's interested in doing a, a story, and he's wanted to do it for a while, but he's never it's never come through. No one's no. ever come through for him and gotten right. it done. I said, well, I said if you put me in touch with him. If I tell you I'm going to get something done, we'll get it done. So he said, well, this guy, this is Nikolai Volkov. And, of course, I heard that, and I was like, you got to be kidding me. Remember, being a little kid and Nikolai coming out there and yeah. crushing apples and singing and everything, I'm like, I thought, I thought he was full of it. But he, but he gave me Nikolai's phone number. He said, give him a call. 
and, and talk to him. So I did. We hit it off. Um, you, you had mentioned why comic book books. Yes, yes. I, I think it's, you know, if you look at today, well, a couple of reasons. Uh, one, if you, if you think of superheroes, and you think of what is a superhero in real life, the closest thing to a real-life superhero is a professional one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can tell as Nikolai's walked in here, there's a, there's a charisma to him. There's a charisma to a lot of these wrestlers. They're bigger than life. I remember he's he's bigger than our dad. He's bigger than anything you can yeah. ever imagine. He's stronger. He can leap through the air. He can crush people. He is he's as close to a Superman as you can get. What better format to tell his story than in a comic book superhero type format? Plus, it opens up the doors to a whole new a whole new crowd for him to, to for his life to be put out there. And, and as I was mentioning to him when we first talked about doing it, um, back in the 80s when I was watching him, he won WrestleMania 1 in the first year. A lot of those people, like myself, who were huge fans, kids watching it, they're all in their 40s. And us nerds are the people that are showing up at, at, at comic conventions and, and things like that. And, and we want to know what happened to our old heroes. Putting it in a comic book form is, is kind of letting everybody know, here's Nikolai, here's what he was all about, here's what he was doing now, he's still relevant. And, and you think of the comic cons, and kids are going there and buying comics, but no, who's, kids are going to the comic cons, but who's walking in with a wallet in the back pocket? It's, it's that. <laughs> so, so why not give dad something that he's looking for, or mom something that she's looking yeah. for? And, and that's the people that we remember as kids. And, and truly, uh, I, as, as I said, uh, when, when I came here, I, I feel as though I already kind of felt showing up like I know you because of just kind of doing all of the, the, the research and preparation for this interview. And then uh, our, 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 my, you know, my buddy Chris, huge. Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to let you gush just for, for a minute. Yeah, I, I hate to do it, but I will. Um, you know, knowing you, you've been in my living room basically my entire life. You know, we've had that. So, you know, it's, it's such a, a big deal for us to be able to... Uh, you know, have you an interview as well. And uh, actually, um, you know, I graduated in, you know, early 2000s. I'd wrestled all throughout high school. And then to pay for my college books, I actually started to get into pro wrestling. I went to school, started doing it, started traveling, paid for my books. And then afterwards, you know, I'd gotten hurt. So I was like, oh, well, I got to make money, yeah. you know. And, and that was kind of my thing, you know, it was going to lead actually into my next uh, question. What actually got you into wrestling. I, I know that you were trained by the, the late, great Stu Hart. Yeah. You know, and, and how did that come about? You know? Well, it's only comic book, my, my kind of true life story. Yeah. I come from, I'm from Croatia. Yes. I was a part of Yugoslavia, I'm a communist, uh, communist uh, sister. Mm -hmm. And uh, my grandfather was a professional wrestler that I never met. And he was actually killed uh, killed by first communist. Oh wow! First communist pastor. So anyway, uh, told my friends, but that's it. Oh no, word. no, we that's can cuss as you can cuss as much as you want. Sometimes it's the right word. That's it. I just want to tell about that. And since I was growing up, we have a picture of my grandfather on the wall in the house. We talk about him, but I had to be all secret because he was against the communism, so he couldn't do it at this time. Right. So tell you what, you can tell the true story. You have to go with all that. Mm -hmm. And uh, as I was a little kid, I said, my mom and dad, I said, I want to try this country. I want to go to the United States. And uh, so, when you're born in a communist country, you cannot get on passport until you finish army. Mm -hmm. Army was uh, 
but that I'm four to five years. And you know how much you can pay a month to be in the army? Not to buy one pack together. Wow. A month. Nothing. Yeah. Right? And I saw American shipping come to our port. My son was in Croatia. And I talked to those soldiers and stuff. I said, how much money they make? And it was a different, different, you know, uh, type of life, different, uh, system. Mm-hmm. You know? And, uh, I decided, I don't want to live there. I'd be under the communist school. They tell me what to eat, what to do, what to think. I want to be my own free man. I try to make a role for myself. I want to be. I want to be professional wrestler. So the only way I could escape from there was to become an uh, athlete. So I started lifting weights. I want to be strong. So I lifted weights. I was the time we were flying a weightlifting champion, European weightlifting champion. At the time I was 22, we have a competition here in Austria. I got my passport to go there. When I come there, I stay there, don't come back. Oh, wow. That's how I escaped. Yeah. Then, uh, when I come to Canada, I saw professional wrestling. I said, oh my God, I can compete them all. <laughs> 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 but anyway, then I met Lenzer. is too hard. Yeah. He took under his wing. He was a very nice man. He explained to me, right? I could not speak English. And I told the story, uh, it was too hard. There's a beautiful man here, uh, 12 kids. Oh, yeah. We're familiar with a yeah. bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah. And that was just, when I come, there was just little babies, you know, like 10 years old, but I thought, Oh, wow. Yeah. And that was probably the time the biggest, uh, athletes ever come to their face and walk out with their father. Because I lived face, I was not just 300 pounds of fat guy. Right. I was muscle size. That was very impressive. And, uh, it's too hard. Uh, we would drive from Calgary to Edmonton. Mm-hmm. So next time you go with me, but you have to drive back. I said, too, I'd be glad to have you drive back, but I don't drive. I don't have license. I don't drive back. <laughs> so, we were coming back. He would fall asleep on the wheels. It was, uh, it was an ice on the road. Night before it was raining, and then three to seventy four below. So the road was like glass ice. Wow. And they, and they, they put a soul, but they don't have much. Right. Yeah. So I said, Stu, I can't drive. Come on, come on, you bastard. Take it easy, it's very slow. So I said, so there, it was 74 below. I was sweaty. I was scared to have to open a window. I was right. For probably half hour ago, maybe 40 miles an hour. I was going oh. faster. You, know? you wow. can learn to drive there. You can learn to drive anyway. <laughs> yeah. After that, you were good. Yeah. You were, you were good. So after he saw me, you know, saw me how I was a sweaty window open. He said, hey, 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 And I hit the brake, he hit the brake, and we spin around. Oh. The, the truck came out, pulled us out. You know what that is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that was the story. But it's oh, hard. man. And he was a beautiful person. Yeah. And then we stopped. Uh, okay, and it was something we get something to eat. And we stopped at a rest area, a restaurant. And he bought me dinner. And uh, he was laughing. I'll be driving the car. He told everybody. <laughs> yeah, and I told everybody, I said, he told me to drive. I told him I cannot drive. <laughs> so then you actually started your career in 1969. Is that correct? Like right around there is where you actually started? I, I started a little bit in Vienna, Austria. But right. In Vienna, Austria, I met the old Croatian wrestler. He was uh, the uh, Balkan, Balkan European amateur champion. Mm-hmm. He was Mia Uyevic. He was up in age, and he 
he taught me a little bit. Yeah. He taught me a little bit. Then I met uh, the tiny Austrian champion was uh, Blemerschmidt. Blemerschmidt was up in age too, but the Austrian people loved him because he, he ran his show. It was unbelievable. He had to, he had a big parade and all the rest of the parade. Oh, really? Yeah. He had to keep your head, uh, he had to keep your head straight up the head and march to the ring. Watch the ring, uh, and he's actually go behind you, watching you. If you make one third around, you don't even know your face. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they told me all this idea, all that, everything was good, and so, and I thought, okay, then I come, they don't stay there long, I come to Canada. Right. I come to Canada, I'm going to Calgary. Then I watch TV, and uh, a friend of mine took me to Stu Hart, and then I met Stu Hart, and uh, pulled down and moved to Calgary. He's only very strong, you know, it was very nice. Well, I will say one thing that I've always loved about you is you were that technical guy. Like you were able to still wrap around, but however, you just pounded people into the dirt. You know, we were even saying I was watching. I was like, and there he goes. He's going to knock that guy's head off. You know. So like, like I told you yesterday, we sat there for I don't know, a good four or five hours watching, just rewatching all of your matches and everything. And originally, you didn't want to do, you no. know, the, the I didn't want to you didn't want to do guy. that gimmick. You no, didn't want no, to do that I at all. So, I escaped from there. And then my manager at the time, Freddie, said, Nikolai, this is a, this is a different story. This is America. This is an opportunity to make some money. You cannot make money. You need to stop people. You have to be a bad guy. You have to be a, they, they call a heel. Mm-hmm. So how can I do that? Just pretend to be one that you don't like. Did your feelings ever come to change about that role? Uh, did you did you ever? Yeah, yeah. Did your feelings yeah, ever yeah. come to change? After after the communists are fall down in Russia, Russia and all those countries, you don't get freedom for them. I said that's it. That's it. Then I said no. Right. I think yeah. at that time, that's when uh, Boris is the Yeah. Yeah. Boris is a nice guy. Yeah. He proceeded to beat up. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. that's right. He have a big head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I remember for a more while, than, more than one way. You know, when you did that, you one count. time, yeah, we was waiting for the for the television mm-hmm. taping. Uh, say, where is Boris? So the guy said, he's stuck. He said, where is stuck? He said, his head's gonna go through the door. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, um, I know everybody says, who did you absolutely enjoy working with in the ring? Who who was somebody that you have? Well, one of the best I ever wrestled, for my opinion, it was Bruno Sammartino. Oh, yes, yes. And I uh, first come meet him, it was a, it was a immense square garden. Yeah, you sold that out. Yeah, we sold it, me and Bruno sold it out. Yeah. And I said, very glad to meet you, sir, because I have, I have my, I have your picture in my scrapbook. <laughs> he called me Italian, uh, uh, uh Oh. Now, Sparkachon means dirty old man. Yeah. Or rat, <laughs> if you tell it to someone you don't like it, really. Or if you tell it to the kids, mean rascal. Yeah. It's very hard to go <laughs> So I speak to, back to him in Italian. He said, damn, you don't speak English, but you speak Italian, you have no accent. I said, yeah, I learned it from my grandmother. My grandmother was Italian. Oh, really? Yeah. And then we, we wrestled many times together. Then after, you know, I became a good guy, and then we became close. Uh-huh. It was before you couldn't, you couldn't travel together, you know, good guy, bad guy. Right. So then with that, who is the one person that, if you were 
in the ring with, you're like, I do not want to be here. I don't want to wrestle this person. Or even a partner, you're looking, you're like, I don't want to be with that person. Uh, nothing, man. I'm, a, I'm an easygoing guy. Yeah. You know, older people come there, try to be, you know. Yeah. Some guys I didn't like. Even some guys I had to knock out severely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want to mention that. Well, I'm fine with that, you know, was, and that's good, though. They was uh, probably doped up. In yeah. So, well, yeah, with, without even, without necessarily name, naming names or anything, but just, was there any part about the job that you didn't care for? Well, uh, I don't, you don't like long trips. Nobody likes long no, trips. No, no, okay. I agree with that. Before we used to travel in the cars, you know, and I rested here in Florida. That was, you know, that was a, okay. We would have from, we would have a television afternoon in Tampa and the nighttime show in Miami. That oh, was wow. a long trip. You would go to Alligator Alley. Yeah. And one time we was going there, uh, Alligator was laying across the road. Mm-hmm. It was so big we could have to go outside. I said, don't come too close, or we might bite you, right. you know, or the tail, hit you with the tail, same thing, you know. Yeah, but I think of all people, you know, yeah. if you're going to go after it, I think we would have allowed I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I, I think he's going to be okay. Yeah. I, I might like to see that, thing, actually. I, 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 I poke him up, I said, come on, move, little fellow, move. <laughs> and he finally moved that because of the yeah. So, you know, a lot of people, when they do their autobiography, they normally do just a regular book. What, what made you go with comic book? What was the idea? Like, you're like, hey. I want because to put my life. Because, you know, uh, the comic book is mostly like laugh. You know? mm-hmm. When people laugh, make them feel good. Yeah. Even have yoga. Yoga, they laugh in yoga. Yeah. People laugh, laugh. You can heal up your body, heal up your mind, heal up your brain, relax. Because, uh, life is sometimes stressful. You know? too much careful, mm-hmm. too much bad food. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Too much bad food. And all of the future uh, depends on our kids. Yeah. Ask if I can make those kids laugh and make them uh, show the truth how you've grown up, this and this. And it's not easy me growing up. Uh, yeah. Because uh, I escaped from a country where my people, I love my people. You know, my mother's still there. And my mother was 91 years old. I talked to her. Yeah, I talked to her on the phone. Uh, I can see her on the uh, computer. I talk yeah. To her and yeah. And I see my, my other brother still is there. And, uh, Oh wow! And I was there two years ago with the first time. Really? Because before I couldn't go back. Right. I escaped from there, but now I can go back. So, what was that like? I mean, what was your? I mean, your trip being able to go back? Yeah, it, it, it was. It was. It was different. My God, the time grew up. Uh, I grew up in the middle of the city that stayed the same because my town is over two thousand years old. Oh wow! And guess what? The name is Split. They still had the same water system. One of the best water systems. Really? It's all Roma, Orthodox, you know. Yeah, yeah. Right? And it's a beautiful place, but I just like before I step in, just thank you. Before my next question, I just have to thank John, who's being incredibly patient while yeah. we're just we're we're, we're oh, gushing yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on 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 Nikolai. Uh, uh, <laughs> they, 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 I'm, I'm they, glad you said that because when John starts talking, he got to stop. I yes. know. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, mean, I so talked to zero. I got I got to I got to thank John, but, no, but this, I, is, this is about Nikolai. Well, I I I'm very curious about when you do go back home or just overseas. What were some of the perceptions of people? Back home about this persona, this character that you created. What what were some of the different opinions you no, heard about it? No, no, my my good friends, they they respect that, they love that, you know, they love that. They watch me over there on television, you know. <laughs> they did a good job, you know, you did a good job because most of my friends they they didn't like communism anyway. Right, right. They, right. Just couldn't, say they couldn't they couldn't say anything. You know? When I came out with the 
anybody can say something. But still, you know, people are people. You know. Is is very odd because your your story in in some ways elements of it anyway reminds me of my own family story. My my family actually comes from Cuba. Oh, Cuba. So oh, yeah. you talk about I hear you talking about escaping communism, yeah. escaping communism, and th th this is something that I've grown up much of my life but, hearing yeah. from my own uh, family, yeah. from my grandfather, my my mother talking about uh, escaping communism and. They all had to come up with their own creative ways to to get out. And so, hearing your your story, it's it's certainly a, a fascinating one. I do have one. All right. Let's see. Let's see. And I'm sure John, you'll actually appreciate this as well. So, like I said, growing up with you, you know, and whose idea was it to sing the national anthem? Well, I have a story about that. Yeah. Funny story. When I was resident on Mid South at that time, promoter was a Bill Watts. Uh huh. Cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. Nice guy. And uh, when I come there, he said it'd be a good idea because he was an athlete himself. He said it'd be a good idea if uh, before the match we play Russian national anthem. Okay. That we should, you know, these people people hate you anyway. That we should hate a little bit yeah. more. Yeah. 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 More heat on it and. Uh, and they found this merchandise when it was uh, a nice guy too. He said, yeah, I could send more American flags. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, sure, why not? So I told my mother, told her to send me the Russian tape. I don't know if I was here. Right. So she sent me the tape. And uh, we played tape. It was unbelievable. But then I have a big show with Magnum P.A. Magna Pia, who was a champion, I beat him for the belt. Mm -hmm. I beat him for the belt. And a bigger show of Middle South ever here was like 20,000 people in, oh, super, wow. in Superdome in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. And Jesus Smith came to me and said, Nikolai, today I will not get paid. I will lose a thousand dollars for you. I said, why? He said, I forgot your pay. Oh no. Oh no. I said, Leslie, you know, I like you very much. And I will help you. I said, don't worry about pay. I had something better. He said, what? I said, I was thinking right there. Right. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> if we come, if we come to, the, uh, to the rain and announce an answer, Lizzie Jets and Nikolai, apologize all you fans here. You, you, you'd be not able to hold the plane or write the answer because Junker Road stole it. Amen. People were happy. They were slapping. They were slapping. They were the floor. It was unbelievable. Well, so we wait till they finish. Mm -hmm. However, Nicola wants you all stand up because he goes single right there for land. Oh my god. That's the only time I ever get scared on the Yeah? So the whole building will fall down. And when I start thinking, oh my god, that was Yeah. That was unbelievable. And I'll tell you, like all the videos I watched, they not only did they boo, I mean they're throwing oh, yeah. everything. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at him, he's getting hit with beer cans, he's getting, I saw one, as you're walking across, guy takes him, just spits the beer on you, and you look at him, and I'm, I'm like, oh, he's gonna go in the ring, go get him, go get him, <laughs> but, like, I'm looking, I was like, my god, you know, I was, I was afraid for you, like, you know, I, I know, you had Freddie Blassie, oh, yeah. who, I mean, that, they used to beat that man with an umbrella, oh, yeah. and so, for you, like, I mean, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you how bad was it, yeah, Manchester Square Garden, when you're a main event, always the last match. Mm -hmm. But after last match, we couldn't get out of the garden. Oh, no. 
from a piece of water kill you. Yeah. So this man said, what? We have ambulance. Come to the building and take out the ambulance. But people find out that most not the ambulance turned it over. Oh my God. Yeah. So my partner said, was more experienced all the time. He said, this man said, he did really good here. He's growing very good, the best he ever had, houses. But we cannot stay here until the last message. By the way, I put our message on fourth. Just here in Orlando. In Orlando, yeah. yeah. Really oh, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. So, obviously, still working contract stuff. Everything well, I, like that. I work in a little bit. I, I'm, I work with Bob McConnell for a job now for 10 years. Uh-huh. Nice people, too. And, uh, and I'll see the rest of once a while. Right. Yeah. Well, I was actually yeah. just going to ask. I was saying, so now, you I know. I lost 100 pounds. Really? Yeah. I'm a good guy. I like to talk about health. That people stay healthy. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you see many heavy people, not too many old heavy people. Right. So I lost uh, 100 pounds, you know, some of you probably lost like 60 pounds. And he uh, was always usually, he was my favorite wrestler. Right. Especially, especially the nice that he had to me. I sit with him and talk to him and talk to him. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I remember, remember the first match with him, it was a test match. Uh, he had to watch him through and tell him. I was, in, I was young, hair, strong, good shape. Mm-hmm. After 15 minutes, I was my best with him. I said, bro, that's it. I'm full. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. You guys, yeah, I mean, that's many <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm just going to say more more of a comment, really, than, than anything. Okay. I, I, I think, first of all, it, it's amazing. I think you're story is an amazing one so it should make for a, a, a great comic book well, I, know um, so, I mean the, you you alluded to earlier about uh, you know who who is more like superman than than a wrestler and I, i'll go even deeper than that just from uh, the powers part aside superman is the ultimate immigrant story right you have some someone come well yeah, superman yeah, comes come come comes Crypto comes to us from from another planet, uh, and and then truly becomes kind of one, uh, you know, one of one of us. And your story, just you know, hearing you describe it, is it is it's one of those great immigrant stories. You you came from from another land uh, and just used used all of your talents, all of your abilities to achieve success. And truly, kind of, you know, if if you if everyone could see at home. Right now, uh, Nikolai's wearing the, the jacket with the, the dual yeah. Soviet flag and the, the American flag. And I started out this interview saying that it's so interesting to say an American icon. Somewhat yeah. ironic to say that, but but you really are. And I think in yeah. some ways and you... That, that's my original hat, too. That's, really? Yeah, right. That's, that's what I... That's what my head, yeah. That's, this is from, uh, from Croatia, the time in Europe, yeah. And how much you pay for it? No. Five cents. 
Do you do you, so? Do you have anyone else in your family that's taken up the sort of taken up the mantle of wrestling? Nieces, no, nephews, no, children? Any? No, any? No, any? I mean, all that. My, I have two girls, so we forget about that. Uh, have yeah. lots of injuries and stuff like that. Sure. And I have a grandson. Uh, I used to say my grandson and his son. And his son. I told him, son, uh, you want to be there? I said, no, forget about that. You be you you play golf. <laughs> but now Andy's pretty big. Yeah, yeah. Andy Andy's doing good. Here, there is a Andy, this is. Uh, anyway, my you can say my son. Your son, okay, okay. And uh, and is my doctor's son. First time when I was telling the story. First time when I met him, I tell him he looked like shit. <laughs> because he did. Yeah. He looked terrible. Uh, I say, what's wrong with you? You taking drugs? What? You say you look terrible. You look like shit. Excuse my friend. Sometimes that's the right word. We all the time. Like I say, mierda. Mierda, sí. Claro, claro, claro que sí. Muy bien. Muy bien. Es cagarella. Ah, sí, sí. In my language, then we say cagarella. In Italian and Spanish, they have because they share the Latin root. Very, very similar. And when I'm at the end, he said, I said, I take a medication. I said, he takes 24 pills a day. I said, son, if you take 24 pills a day, you're not going to make 21, you're going to be dead. So what can I do? I said, stop eating meat. I start working out. And he did. Mm-hmm. He started mm-hmm. working out. And uh, today he's 44. He runs marathon. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. shape. And uh, his son is uh, 12 years old now. He never had a meet in his life. He's a medal and golf champion. He may be his two coaches. Incredible. And he was a wrestler. Many of play golf with all the wrestlers. Sports, and he beat, beat them all. Oh, wow. And his team won. Yeah. And now next year, they over us and won on that side. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, all right. I'm going to put this out there then. So, since you are back, and if uh, you do happen to wrestle match, and if your tag team partner doesn't show up, you give me a call. I will be happy to show up. I will grab Tyson, and I will show up. (laughs) I I don't care what it is. I will be there. I would be happy. You're going to have to drag me along most of it, but I'll I'll do what I can. The manager. So, I, I was watching the old videos. I think I, I could pass for like a modern day mean gene. Yeah, yeah. Mean gene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So you had some of the greatest managers throughout your oh, yeah. career. Who who is somebody that that you know you look to kind of uh, that kind of showed you kind of the ways? Well, I'll tell you what. I have a Bobby Heenan. It was a very interesting yeah. guy. Yeah. But uh, very quick with the answer. Mm-hmm. Was a good guy. Then then I have a. Lou Albano. Yeah, you did. Tony Angelo. Tony Angelo was my first manager. Right. And then the second was Lou Albano. Mm-hmm. Lou Albano was a very good friend. And uh, at that time, I couldn't speak English, so I could speak to him in Italian. He speaks a little bit broken. Oh, Italian. okay. So I speak to him in Italian. It was good. And then uh, Freddie Blessed. Yeah. Freddie Blessed was very easy to the man. And his father was uh, Croatian, too. Mm-hmm. Ilya. And he speaks up a word with very, very bad, very bad accent, you know. But it was funny, you know. Yeah. You even wrestled Blackson. No. I thought you were ready to wrestle him and take him. Okay, Sykin, you were talking. Yeah. Me, me, Freddie Blessing, and Bruno T.J. Stromberg. Wow. Yeah. So, because, you know, you had Blassie, and like I said, him being one of the ultimate heels of all time, being able to look at him and be like, Am I doing this right? Is yeah. this okay? You know, he's like, yeah, no, this works, this works, yeah. you know. And he was good. He had lots of experience, very good, honest, decent man. And yeah. 
when I come in San Luis, I told the story about her glacier. This young girl comes to me, she was about 35, mm-hmm. nice, three young girl. She asked me, say, Nikolai, it's very glacier, will be with you. I said, no, it's not company. She was with television. Right. She stopped crying. And I asked her, why are you crying? She said, very glacier is my father. Oh. I did not see him since I was one years old. Never saw Wow. I said, but you give me your phone number, I'm going to recall you. But if I was a third letter, it was a, I said, Freddy, here's, here's your daughter, call your daughter. Back. So you have a petty work. Yeah. Third kid again, you know, right. to do it, she's a young. But when she gets older, she wants to be the dad. So he called her, and very soon he was with his eyes. So all the guys took everybody out. Yeah. So if you get out of the road, you can talk to her. Right. I said, you get a number for your sons, you have two more two sons. He said, no, pull her back. <laughs> <laughs> Especially Albano. Oh, you want to, to kill him. He said, Fred, I don't kill you. You start, you'll call him. We'll him See, look at you. You you know, yeah. you made, you, of so all So he people. called back his son, and, and he was talking then to the guy. Wow. And that's thanks to you. Yeah. That's thanks to yeah. you. So, you know, and then I remember, you know, and that, that was the thing for me, like, if you could think of three heels that everybody did not want to be around, it was the Iron Sheik, yeah. Freddie Blassie, yeah. and you. Yeah. And, and like, I'm looking, I'm like, my God, you know, and it shows. He's so nice! <laughs> <laughs> He's so nice! Yeah, because you haven't made him mad. You're mad. <laughs> well, you, if you ever watch one of the best, uh, you know, fighters in the ring, Boston, they organize in the person yeah. beautiful people. yeah. Right? And that's the thing. As soon as you cross through, that's it. You know, you got to do what you have to do. But you know, well, I, I just thought of, uh, I wanted to thank you both again yeah. for agreeing well, to come on our show. And uh, we just wanted maybe John or both of you want to just to promote the book. Just talk a little yeah, bit about absolutely. where where can they find it? Is it out already? Uh, well, John can do better. Oh, all right, absolutely. Yeah, I can talk about it. And actually, as we were talking, you've been tagged in, John. I noticed. I noticed that our publisher walked in the door too. So, oh, okay, excellent. But um, actually, issue one of the book was done through the Kickstarter. And, right, I saw that. And, and so people who had backed the, the Kickstarter initially, they were the one, only ones really who have issue one, except for the ones that Nikolai brings to shows or, or, or the signings and stuff. Issue two is currently on Kickstarter. So if people go on Kickstarter now, I think it's going to be active until, I want to say the ninth. Is that right? Yeah, the ninth of, uh, of May. Um, if we're going to be appearing today, actually, I was, I was told by Kevin, who's with. Uh, that if people today sign up for Kickstarter while they're here with Nikolai and back it, and they, they, he brought some, uh, some uh, flyers in that Nikolai will autograph people uh, for that if they back it today, or if they come to the convention tomorrow uh, and, and, and they back it at the convention, they can they'll find one of the uh, autograph flyer phones. And what it does is it helps us put the, put the book together. For people who don't know how Kickstarter works, that's where Kay is the artist and the, and the writer and the publisher. So it really is, if it weren't for Kickstarter, these books wouldn't be able to happen. So we encourage people to do that. Once all three books are put together, our intent is to then hopefully bind them all together into a trade paperback. And then we would like to get distributed around. So another good reason for getting these single issues that are coming out now is they're going to be collected. So most likely they'll never be released to stores as single issues. Okay. So what you can get as a single issue is, is going to be one of a kind. Uh, very limited runs. Anything, anything you want to add? Um, tag back out. Said it all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. um, and and 
John. I mean, after, I don't know if there's anything else that's coming up on the horizon for you that you'd like to, to mention well, as I, far as what, what's next for, for you yeah, after, I'll after plug, this. I'll plug a few things. This yeah. has become a very busy year. Um, as, as, as you guys already know, because I talked to you about it before, I've got the Rochelle series that's published by Antarctic Press. And we've got the next story arc, the next three issues put together. And sometime later this year, they're going to be released. You'll be able to get them in your, in your local comic shops. They'll be distributed through Diamond. Uh, we're also, with, with Nikolai's book and the success it's had, it's kind of drawn the attention of a few other wrestlers. And uh, we are now in the process of putting books together for the Killer Bees, oh, which were it was Jim Brunzel and Brian Blair. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm also doing a book. I just finished the script yesterday uh, for Lanny Poffo, who is the genius for Leaping Lanny. Right. Leaping Lanny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the brother of the he's the brother of the Macho Man. Yeah. And uh, and we're also uh, putting one together. I'm going to start the script next week for Bobby Fulton, who is a member of the Fantastics. Yeah. Right. People who don't maybe didn't recall Bobby. But so we got some books together. We're talking to some other wrestlers. Oh, yeah, we've got. Yeah, oh, did you? Okay, yeah. he beat him. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I guess what? I guess what? There was a. What happened? I was. A, I was supposed to go wrestling in uh, Marion, Ohio, and the uh, and the ring didn't show up. Hmm. So me. And me, and Bobby have to have to wrestle on a match. Oh, on a match. Oh, so yeah. the, the ring make a whole over the United States. Ever. It was really unbelievable. People could not believe it. Wow. Well, um, this has been Jay, Chris, and Jeremy, and we have been so pleased to be able to interview Mr. John Crother and Mr. Nikolai Volkov. Uh, check out the Kickstarter, guys. Let's uh, let's help get this book going. This is a, just an amazing story, uh, an amazing American tale. Um, I advise you to, uh, to, to check it out. Um, Stay tuned. We've got some more uh, exciting things coming on our next episode of the Justice Nerds podcast. Uh, a big announcement: we are now up on iTunes, so you can now check us out on SoundCloud and on iTunes. So make sure that you listen to us there. Drop us a message on our Facebook page. Drop us a message on our. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, SoundCloud. Drop us a message on our YouTube and on our Instagram page. Chris and Jeremy, we will take off, but we'll be back again soon. Uh, until next time. Bye bye and take care. Dos vidanya. Dos vidanya. <laughs> <laughs>